0: Hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Kevin West. To order or download additional resources, please visit kevinwest.org.
1: God is a big God, and He's moving fast. And I've not seen in my lifetime what I'm seeing in my, my my spirit, in my eye, mind's eye, heart's eye that I know we're going to experience even more. But I've never seen it like what we're seeing now. Uh, there this is just the time to be alive um, it just it just is I was watching some of our young people the last couple of weeks our kids and uh, you know when I grew up my, you it wasn't anything to be asleep at the bottom of a pew at on a Sunday night service at 9 10 o'clock at night and uh, there would be somebody dancing around your head you just hope they didn't step on you and uh You grew up in that kind of environment, and um, you you see different things, and over the course of years, the church has become uh, polished, and um, we call it maturity, but it really is just polished, and it really hasn't matured as much as it's polished, and it's become impressive, uh, but less powerful. Um, It's become uh, appealing, uh, but less passionate and raw. And um, those things are shifting a little bit because I think what we used to know as growing up, as our outward appearance or outward actions uh, determined what people thought about our fruit, um, we were able to disguise the inside as long as we covered up the outside pretty well. And so the church has learned um, through church growth seminars and over the last couple of decades and church growth um, you know, ministries and, and um, just. Taken on a lot of polish and marketing and we've evolved with technology which is a wonderful thing uh, we've just learned how to package uh, what this thing is all about and uh, the challenge with that is you can package whatever you want to package but unless when somebody unwraps the package they don't get the goods it's still just a package and uh, I think the Lord has unwrapped the bow take it off the package and he's saying listen it's just time this thing gets on the inside and um, whatever's on the inside is gonna come on the outside and, and you're gonna see more what appears to be maybe reckless in some regard it looks but it's really not reckless it's just raw and power and passion and um, so you might want to get used to that it's gonna happen in your life too it's gonna to happen in areas that you probably would be resistant for it to happen uh, but you're gonna find yourself um, mobile and moving into things that the lord will have for you and uh, it's just where it is it's nothing that you've created it's nothing that you've done right for the last 10 years and now you are being rewarded um or things you've done wrong over the last 10 years and you're going to be punished it's none of that it is just what the lord's doing right now the lord is moving it's marvelous in our eyes i mean he's just doing it i I've, i've never i mean i've seen some stuff but I've never seen what I'm seeing now. I mean, we're, we're, we're getting calls and people in relationship with across the country, uh, across the, the world, actually. And, um, I mean, you're seeing pe- people. I mean, a young man just this past Wednesday night came up to me, and he said, hey, you said, um you know, he's in recovery. And he's just on fire for the Lord. And um, he said, uh, you ever heard a guy named Smith Wizzle- Wigglesworth? I said, Um uh, yeah, I said, I have. How, how did you hear about him? He goes, I'm reading a book about him. I said, really? And he was telling me some of the stories in that book. And uh, what he's reading in the book has not been what he's witnessed or experienced in church. And I said, well, let me ask you something. I said, does the Wigglesworth book match more up, up against the, the Bible or what you've experienced or witnessed in the church? Does it match more up against the Bible? He said, man, Wigglesworth, no question. And I see it, but Wigglesworth didn't have fog machines and lights and good bands. And he went, no, I didn't say anything about that in the book. I said, Well, it didn't say anything about him having lecterns and microphones and podiums and um, you know for wonderful facility. It didn't say anything about all that either, didn't no, it didn't say anything. I said, What did it say in that book? He said, The guy walks into a funeral home, pulls out a man that was dead, brings these him up, pulls him out of the casket, slams him up against the wall, and says, In the name of Jesus Christ, live. And I said, What happened? And he said he slid to the ground. I said, then what happened? Because he picked him up again. In the name of Jesus Christ, live. That's what happened? He slid to the ground. I said, then what happened? All these people start getting to arrest him now because he's messing up this funeral. And it looks like he's just out of his mind. The third time he picks him up, slams him against the wall. and says, in Jesus' name, live. And they walked out together. He was alive. I said, gosh. I said, now, where have you seen that in the church today? He said, I haven't. You ever heard about it? No, just. Just back in those days. I said, Really? You see, yeah. I said, So when are you gonna invite me to one of the next funerals for your buddies that we're gonna walk into and do that? And he stopped for a minute and he went, Wow, I don't know that I have the courage to do that. I said, I don't either. That's why I ask you. And he said, We gotta get there. I said, No, we are there. Amen. It's it's just because the it's the put up or shut up kind of stuff now. I mean, nobody's wanting to hear. It. I mean, you cannot represent and resell Jesus. I mean, he just ain't working. I mean, I, a guy told me this morning. I got this, he, he was like, "I got a great message. I'm gonna start this series on such and such." I said, "Listen, I think it's incredible that you do that." And I said, "I got a good one going, going too." I said, "But the reality of it is, if we are not powerful enough to be able to walk in the power of His Spirit, we are just really good motivational speakers." Right. And I said, "It's got to change." I mean, you can program yourself to death. And programs come out of and ministries come out of life but you can't ever substitute programming and ministries for life it has to come from life and they have to produce life and they have to be organic that reproduces more organic life and then we put structure with them but you don't put structure in a life to kill it you put structure in life to support it so it continues to flow and not to control it just to navigate with safety keeping within the bounds and the banks of life that flows and that, that's what this is. So it's a, it's a matter of what the Lord is doing. It's just a matter of us jumping in and doing what, with Him what He is already doing. And you're going to see it. We, we've had people get baptized in the Spirit this morning. Monday night at School of Ministry, There was three. Last Thursday or Friday night, I'm not sure what night it was, at somebody's house, um, Candy's over there until 11, 11 o'clock at night. It was a Thursday night because I was with those this couple on Friday morning. And sure enough, they tell me, They got baptized in the Holy Spirit on Thursday night at the house. So there's just a lot of things happening, and it's not just about that. It's about that and what God is doing in power across the across the globe. It really is. I'm gonna have Gary uh, Gary um, Culver. If you don't mind, come up. He had a dream last night. Is there a microphone I can give him? And okay, good. Oh, I didn't see it. Gary, you want to see you know, you can just Yeah, he can just he can come up or you can come, stay down there, whichever you prefer. I want him to share this dream that he had with you last night.
2: So, hi. So, um, let me just set it up. So, if you have no water over time, what do you have in the land? You have a drought and you end up with a desert, right? But if you have water, abundant water, or water at the right time, then what do you have? The Garden of Eden. I mean, you have everything. Everything, you have everything. And Jesus said, out of their belly will flow rivers of living water, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, rivers of living water isn't just a force. It's, it produces something right so I had this dream last night but let me just say when Jesus was walking the earth he prayed for a lot of people right and they got healed right because the rivers of living water were flowing out of his spirit but also sometimes people would just be healed because they were close to him the lady with the flow of blood uh, people just being in his presence. And then it, and then it also was uh, um, passed on to the disciples, right? Jesus said, I'm sending you forth. At one point, he sent the 12 and then 70. He said, I give you power to do these things. And they went on, they were, wow, it's all happening. And then later on, we learned that Peter could just walk through a place he brought presents. He brought rivers of living water, right? And people would be healed just because he was walking in it. The rock was walking in. The pebble was walking in. The rock. Peter was the rock. The pebble. You know, Pe- your name is Peter. With, with all your faults, I call you a rock. That's like Gideon. With all your faults, I call you a mighty man of valor. Bal- Jacob with all your faults I call you a prince the point is we're all just the same right but God has endued us with this spirit that is to flow forth from us so Paul they didn't even have he didn't have to go there right so they would just uh, say Paul t- you know give me some of your handkerchiefs <laughs> and then they'd walk off with them and people would be healed wherever they took them. What is that? It's rivers of living water flowing, right? So last night I was just praying before I went to bed. Um, And I don't always do this, but I said, Lord, give me something for the church. And I didn't even know this morning that this dream was for this morning until pastor sent out a text saying, we need to. I woke up this morning thinking, you know, we need to move in power we need to move in the power of the holy spirit and at that point i i didn't know until actually i got to church and and it just came back to me that i had this dream last night so here's the dream you know how dreams are they're weird but the end of it was uh so there was a lot of weird stuff so the end of it was i was in this room with a lot of young seemed like young people and there was, and they were telling me that there was this girl, that she was dead. And I'm going, really? And how old is she? And they go, she's 12. And they walk me over to her and she's in, actually in a body bag. So I just go over to the body bag and I unzip the body bag and she gets up. I didn't pray, I didn't, I didn't cry out to God. And in fact, I was shocked. She just got up, and she was on her way. And that was it. That was a dream. But after what pastor said, the Lord is challenging us to walk in the rivers of living water that he has put in us. Yeah. Yeah. to, To carry presents so that wherever we go, sometimes we'll be praying for people, sometimes we'll just be there and things will happen. Atmosphere will change. People will be healed.
1: That's good. Thank you. I like the fact that he said that he didn't even pray and and he was startled when it happened. Was he just went over and unzipped the body bag. I've been in those places overseas when I prayed for people, and God, I'll never forget it, removed a huge tumor off of a guy's neck that I was praying for, and it scared me out of my mind. And uh, I realized at that point it was the Lord's doing. He just needed me to be the body of, of, of Christ at that moment. And uh, I think what we're really walking into for many years, we've been looking for something... Uh, out there uh, to take place that we can kind of walk into, but in reality, I think it's the Lord's mobilizing us to walk into it, because the world is, we're, we're saying, you know, w- we were looking for the one, we don't see him, so we're, we're looking for another, but the Lord is saying, you've been saying that to me for years, when are you coming back, and he is coming back, however... The world is looking for us. Are you the ones? Or should we look for another? And, and I'm not talking about goofy, spooky, weird, chasing off in the you know, crazy stuff. I'm talking about just the substance and the power of the Holy Spirit, the presence of God, the rivers of living water. Steph talked about it this morning in the Bible class, or, or prayed about it in the Bible class. And it, was just, it just flows out of you where it's a, an automatic. And it's a it's a, it's a response that demands a, something that demands a response rather than us trying to drum it up. It's just automatic, and then we can make disciples as we retrain and discipline in the mind of our renewal renewed mind coming from a place of power as a play, as opposed to a place of just. Um, you know, trying to get something done and hope it works out. Uh, there's if I if I say these words to you, if I said, if I said uh, cancer, people would go. Phew. You know, we know if you dwell on that word long, enough, if you had any experience, you go, man, that's a that's a tough one. That's, that's that'll that'll startle you. And if we said the word addiction, it's going to startle a lot of people. If we said heart disease, man, that's it probably isn't going to startle as many people as a cancer would but it's gonna startle a lot of people. But then when you say the word Jesus, I'm not so sure in the church that we have more confidence in that name than we have more potency in the others. And somehow that's got to flip. And, and, it's, and, and, and what we've made it is, we've made in the name of Jesus a tag and, and, a, and an ending, a salutation or an ending to a uh, a, a sentence that we might say when we pray. But in reality, you know, when the, the, the lame man was sitting there with no f- strength in his legs at the gate called Beautiful, and Peter and John come over walking in to, the, the, to pray, they look at the man. He's wanting money. He's begging for money. They, they, they look at him, and, and they're realizing he's just wanting alms, money. And, and they, they said, listen, we don't have any silver and gold. That's not what we have right now, but what we do have, we'll give you. And they said, "In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk." And help helped him up. Now, what we've done is we've taken that template as the church, and we've looked at it and said, "In the name of Jesus." So, if you're persuaded, more charismatic or Pentecostal, you'll have a "In the name of Jesus." If you're more of a traditional background, you might say "In the name of Jesus," more of a reverence, and you'll say that because it's become a tag and. It, But that's not what I believe was happening. I believe when they went over and looked at this man, the man was familiar with Jesus of Nazareth. Because that story is just still happening. Jesus had just died and crucified and resurrected and ascended. So when they looked at him, they said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, they could have said it this way. You know the one that you've watched us walk with? That guy. We're able to do this because of that. We did it in, we're doing it in his authority because he resurrected and ascended. Now we can do that, not in the name of Jesus. So we have completely taken an authority and a power, reduced it down to a formula and has a form of godliness, but it denies the power. Now, here's the thing. It's not that it rejects the power, it denies the power. It doesn't allow the power to flow because it is a template and a formula and God is not into cookie cutter, he's into relationship, right? When, when, when I walk in Caden's school to pick him up sometime, I walk in, they know who I am, I'm his father. I don't walk in and say, and sometimes when I walk in to pick him up, if it's for an appointment or something, I walk in, they will see me come and pick up the phone and call the teacher and say, please send Caden West to the office so his, his father should pick him up, right? Because I don't go in and say, hey, I'm here, I'm, Ke- I'm Kevin West to pick up Caden. I don't say that unless they don't know me. But when they know me, the result, the action happens based on the knowing, not the formality. You see what I'm saying? that make it make any sense so even when if you walk into the the bank and you're dealing with people that you know you know you don't they don't have to question you because you you're dealing with the people that you know it's but we've turned it into a in the name of Jesus in Jesus name Amen and we've we've reduced it down to where the volume of the way we speak should bring the power and I got news for you the more volume you have doesn't produce more anointing. Neither does the less volume that you have produce more anointing. What produces more anointing is, and it's not increased anointing, it's just the awareness of the presence of God in your life. Right? And, and I know what people say, well, you got to, you know, that person's, you know, if they, they may have a little bit too much self or flesh or anything Gary's dream did not have any self or flesh. He walked right over and just if the bag in the, maybe, in the lady, the 12-year-old, which is the day that people go into maturity, adulthood, in the Jewish world, the 12 years of issue of blood, the 12-year-old daughter, okay? There's, that, that number's significant, okay? So when he looks down, she raises up, and it wasn't, nobody qualified Gary, in the Old Testament, you guys got to get a hold of this. In the Old Testament, when the priest, the high priest, was standing here, they would bring, a person would bring a lamb, a, a spotless lamb, a male lamb, to the priest. The priest would then receive the lamb, look at the lamb, inspect the lamb, and accept the lamb or deny the lamb based on the lamb's qualifications, Right? He never looked at the bringer, the offering person, he looked at the offering. And if the offering was accepted, the man was accepted. Right? The more we put it on us, so we basically go to Christ by saying, we go to the Father, this is how we do it sometimes. We go to the Father and we say, God, you know, I I got a slew of issues, you know, so, let me, let me alarm you with all of those, and then I'll bring Jesus in at the end after I tell you all my faults. Just bring him in. Just just come in, come, come in, come in the way. Lord, I, man, we, you already know more about me than I know about myself. I don't, you don't like the things I don't like about myself either. But do we have to go through this every day? Lord, I'm coming in him, and I'm in him, and since you've accepted him already, I don't need to qualify myself independent of him just to get him to be my defender when he is already my advocate. What I'm trying to get you to see is, this is about what he's doing across the earth and he's just looking for you to do it. And your qualifying or not qualifying doesn't disqualify his presence, it's your awareness and reliance upon his presence that causes it to happen. Right? This is, this is critical. And the reason I'm telling you this is because the, the, the problems that are facing the world today are going to have to have us walking in supernatural power, not just being smarter than the average Joe. You're gonna to have to have divine favor on you. And you have it, it's just a matter of do you recognize it or are you walking in it? It's there. And th- I'm preaching to the choir, I'm preaching to everybody today, we're, we're all in this together. But there, there, there's, there's Peter and John, when they went into that gate, they didn't say, hang on just a second, I'll be right back. And they go over here and pray and say, I got a guy over here, what do I do? I got a guy over here that's bound up and he's, he's hurting and he's wanting money and Lord, heal him. And, and, and I'm telling you, go back and read it. I'm not so sure that they were praying to the Father when they declared in the name of Jesus of Nazareth rise up and walk because they reached down and grabbed that man. And he put him up and his strength came in as he was rising. Now, what I'm telling you is there is a kind of time. And now is that time that we are not going to be able to separate ourselves from Christ. You'll not know where the line of delineation or the demarcation point is. It's going to be us and him. And when you see him, you see me. And Jesus looked at the people and said, when you see the, me, you see the father. Philip said, well, show us the Father clearly. Philip, have I been with you all this time? And you still want to see him when you've seen me? So the world is waiting, we're waiting on something beyond ourself that's spectacular and supernatural when I'm declaring to you that supernatural spectacular is inside of you. No, you're the one. You, you're the one. But I've never... I've never healed anybody, I've never, I'm never, I'm not comfortable, do, do, I'm not comfortable to, that's where we gotta get to, where we're confident, and we're bold, and we're courageous, what if it doesn't work? What if it does? Keep doing it until it does. Keep, what if the person never gets healed? Well, I promise if you pray for enough of them, somebody's gonna get healed. It's not your reputation on the line. It's his. It's his word that he looks over to perform it. It's his word that never has returned back to him void. Right? It's what it's gonna take. Now the reason I'm telling you this today is because there's a prophecy that was given in 2007, and we're gonna play this prophecy and to set this up just for you, I wasn't going. I just got this, this. Someone gave this this morning, reminded me of it. I've heard it before, but it's been years. I think it was 2007. And about five years ago, six years ago maybe, I'm not sure the exact date. I um, I was I was driving in my car, and I remember the Lord telling me, uh, I was just kind of thinking out loud and meditating out loud and uh, asking some questions of the Lord, like I do sometimes, and. And I remember getting this, it's this strong impression that says, you know, you're going to know when you're in sync and in time when you hear the prophecies of old start um, synchronizing or coming into the same timing as current events. So when you start seeing what you've heard and what you've heard, known and, 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 and been prophesied, when you start seeing those things come to pass, then you'll know you're in that time. And when that happens, you have no time to prepare. I'm telling you to prepare now, so when that time comes, you're gonna have to prepare as you go. You, you don't have time to sit and go through boot camp or go through a, a, pre, a prerequisite time. That time is now. Because when they turned the, the, cap, the captivity of Zion, was turned, the Bible says in Psalm 126, they were all like them that dreamed. Like I said, they lived in bondage for so long that when finally they became a free people, powerful people, with any, without any restriction or in, in hindrances, when that happened, they were so excited, but they had not even a way to, didn't know how to live. How do you live that way? What do you do when what you've been praying for really starts taking place? I mean, it really does, it, it, it's, it's harder to live debt-free than it is to be when you're in debt. Why? It takes more responsibility over here. Less stress, more forward thinking. Okay, it's true. So when these prophecies start coming to pass, now I'm I'm gonna play a prophecy, and it's it's not political in any sense because I really feel like Whether you're Trump or you're Obama or you're Republican, Democrat, Independent, it doesn't matter to me. I'm not into all of that. I'm just into what the Lord is doing and who he uses. Because I feel like he used Obama in certain areas over the last eight years and now we have a new president. We prayed for that president for eight years and now we're going to pray for this one, whether you you like it or not, right? We're commanded to pray for the president. So I'm not being political in any sense at all. What I want you to hear is the spirit of this prophecy and the timing of this prophecy as it an an alarm clock as an awakening of it's time to get up and be prepared, not get prepared, be prepared to where you're headed in your life because it's going to pull you and you're gonna go from the position of trying to push your way through what you've done for the last several years to you're being pulled into opportunities in life. So you're gonna have to be walking in power and wisdom and revelation in this next season, right? So your, your body needs to be stronger. Your, your mind needs to be clearer. Your, so how that, how's that happen? Well, if, if, you, if you listen to what, the way the church has been for the last 20 years, we're going to show you every how to eat right book, which we should, every diet and exercise book, and we should. We're going to show you how to speak positive confession, and we should. We're going to show you all those things. But somewhere along the line, there's a guy laying here at the gate called Beautiful that can't walk. And, 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 and they didn't have a track on them to say, listen, I know what you do. You've got to go to physical therapy, which is a wonderful thing. If it's, if it's going to be part of your process. However, I'm just telling you, this is available to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and, and walk. Okay? Not in the name of Jesus, even if that happens. It's if you don't even have to say his name. You're in his name. Right. Right. C- Caden, Caden walked, when we were in 18th Street, Caden walked in the church, walked in the office. I'm in a meeting. I got five or six people here. And we're in a, a real heavy discussion about ministry and, 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 and future, and where things are going and how good God was. I mean, it was really deep. Caden comes walking in, puts that little coat in, walks in. Just walks right over. sits down there, sits there. And listen, Aaron, nobody in that room said a word to him. Nobody. They're all looking at him going, they're wondering if I was gonna say a word to him. And I looked at him for a minute and I went, hey, we're in a, we're in a, we're in a meeting here. I know, I know, go ahead. Okay, all right, and we're gonna teach you some manners in a few minutes, but, but I don't ever want you to forget. You have right, you have, this, this, this is you. I'm your father, you're my son, and guess what? You have 100% access to me, right? And everybody sitting around that room knew it. You got a father, you have access to him. You're his son and you're his daughter. And we are the representation of, of him on this earth. And that's what we're waiting to hear. That's what the world is waiting on. If I hear another great sermon that's just going to encourage people to just keep hanging on until one of the things change. And to encourage people, and I'm, I'm all about encouragement. But until we really press in to what this thing really is all about, to where we really are in relationship, when we quit worrying about the dollars and the cents and the, and the presentation, less than the, and less on the substance. We got to produce the substance. What is this thing all about? So here, here's here's what we are. you you're, you're, you're you're going to be promoted in your life in every aspect. You just are into places you're not yet qualified for. You're going to be pulled into areas that are beyond your skill set, your capabilities, your financial able abilities, your relationship ability. You're going to be placed in positions, and you're going to go, "Oh my God, how did I get here?" because your heart was already groaning for it back when you weren't going anywhere. Back over here, when you were just trying to survive, it was a little bit of a safer place. But you're gonna get promoted into places and elevated into places that's gonna be beyond your capabilities. So you're gonna have to rely on his power. You're gonna have to be able to rely on his spirit. Okay? Let's play that prophecy.
0: this that shall take place shall be the most unusual thing a transfiguration and going into the marketplace, if you wish into the news media where Time Magazine will have no choice but to say what I want them to say Newsweek what I want to say The View what I want to say shall become a trumpet 2007 Trump shall become a trumpet I will raise up the trump to become a trumpet and Bill Gates to open up the gates of a financial realm for the church says I will not forget 9-11 I will not forget what took place that day forget the gatekeeper that watched over New York who will once again stand and watch over this nation says the spirit of God it shall come to pass that the man that I placed in the highest office shall go in whispering my name But God said when he enters into the office he will be shouting out by the power of the spirit For I shall fill him with my spirit when he goes into office and there will be a praying man in the highest seat in your land. There will be a praying president, not a religious one. But I will fool the people, says the Lord. I will fool the people. Yes, I will. God says, the one that is chosen shall go in and they shall say, he has hot blood. For the Spirit of God says, yes, he may have hot blood, but he will bring the walls of protection on this country in a greater way. And the economy of this country shall change rapidly, says the Lord of hosts. Listen to the word of the Lord. God says, I will put at your helm for two terms. A president that will pray, but he will not be a praying president when he starts. I will put him in office and then I will baptize him with the Holy Spirit. And my power, says the Lord of hosts, Come on!
1: 2007 that's eight years ago nine years ago right ten 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 years ago he's coming to Huntington this Thursday okay now I'm not being political I don't care that you like Trump or don't like Trump I could go a list on both sides but I'm here to tell you that's a sign because that prophecy was given ten years ago now you have him in office and what I know what the Lord spoke to me five years or six years ago it said when those things become current events and those prophecies start happening you're gonna know you're in sync and in time and what he said to that was the word said he's gonna open up a financial realms that are beyond your own understanding he's gonna create opportunity that's beyond your own ability to even know and then he said this he said he's gonna baptize him in the power in the spirit Now. I'm not talking about speaking in tongues. I'm talking about the power. I know people that speak in tongues that have no power. Okay? I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about show me your language, you know, show me your power. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven is in demonstration. It's not in word only. It doesn't come with observation, like you're looking for something to happen. It comes in demonstration of power. Now, here's what I'm telling you. And I have to say this today to us, we're building a building. We're gonna be in that building first service August 27th. Incredible things are gonna happen, but I'm telling you as sure as I'm standing in front of you as your pastor, that we are not gonna go build a building and duplicate a process and a template and a cookie cutter that has already existed in the last 10 or 15 years to try to improve upon their ways and systems and lack the power that we move in by the Holy Spirit. We're not gonna do that. We're gonna fight within ourselves. We're gonna contend against it. That's why worship has got to be coming from a place of true heart, not just good songs that are written that we come in here and we recreate because it's been created. I'm talking about a place that comes from the inside out. Listen, God says to tell you this morning, it's time for you Create from the power of the creator. So your life right now is a blank canvas. What do you want it to be? Why? Well, one day, no, it's not one day. It's two day. Because now we're in sync. What do you want it to be? What, what do you want, what, 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 what do you see it? I'm not talking about just dreaming a dream. I'm talking about creating creation. Every person in here has ached when they see somebody that's not being healed. They ache when, you, when something hadn't turned out the way you thought it should have turned out. Now listen, we're not gonna get caught up in the ones that, that doesn't work because we don't have all those answers but we are gonna get caught up in what he said for us to be and and do by his spirit. I'm just becoming foolish enough to believe that we are that generation in the earth today. We've said for the last couple of decades, this will be that that was prophesied and spoken by the prophet Joel. But I tell you today, if this isn't, this will be that. You're living in this is that. Would you stand with me while I close? I want you to lock in your heart in the spirit in prayer as I lead us in prayer. Father, we stand before you in the name of your Christ. There is no separation between us and Jesus. We come boldly to the throne of grace, and we ask for this grace in this time of need that we're in. We look across the landscape of our city and our region, our state and this world, our country. And we see statistics, Lord, that are overwhelming and alarming and sometimes cause heaviness to come on us because we see the addiction and everybody looking for ways to try to help control it or, or, or medicate it or, or reduce it or just streamline it or whatever they can do just to, to make it less impacting on society and families as it has. I say to you this morning, God, in the name of your Christ, in the name of your word, bound by your covenant, I'm reminding you that you have a covenant with yourself and your people are bound across this country. There's an entire world of addiction that can't get out of that addiction. They're in a cycle of of repetitive behavior and thinking and, and, and it can't get out of it. And I say to you, Lord, your covenant sets them free. Your word sets them free. You sent your word to heal the land. And I say, God, let a blanket of your power hover over top of our cities, our states, and our nation and let it reduce the impact of fear that immobilizes people and let there be a freedom that rises up. Let there be a spiritual Narcan that's reduced from heaven that automatically just sweeps across the entire addiction world and without explanation, just like Gary walked up and and unzipped that body bag. We in the spirit unzip the body bag of the death in the lives of people right now, and they get up and walk. No explanation needed, no remedy needed. No, no. all because of your life in Christ. Now God, we've got people that are, that are bound up in their bodies. They've gone through accidents and they've gone through birth defects and they've grown up, and, and we don't have answers for those. We don't have answers and we've heard it all god and do we have enough faith and is there something wrong with us and have we peeled back the no, no no lord we recognize that we don't have all those answers so we don't stand before you in our insufficiency we stand before you today in the name and the authority of your christ the one that took away all of the sins of mankind and the stripes were on his back that broke away and brought our healing all the iniquity was taken away from the bruising. All of that, God, I stand before you with this people. And we stand in the gap of the people that are hurting across this land. And we say, God, look over your word to perform it. Let's remind you of your covenant and heal your land with your word. We ask, Father, for a supernatural power of your spirit that we're gonna walk in a power greater than we've ever walked in before. We acknowledge and recognize the time is now in sync. It's not about tomorrow and it's not about yesterday. It's now about now, the eternal suggestion, the now. And God, all the economics of this world at our fingertips, I call forth every natural resource and I call forth every supernatural resource. I thank you, Father, for what you're doing in the lives of your people. And I call forth every gold nugget that's inside of every earth person here today, I call it forth, and I say, no more dormancy, no more deaths, you must come out and live. I thank you, Father, that the greatest times are still yet ahead of us, but the greatest moment is right this moment now. We bless you, we stand up and we say, baptize our president in the Holy Spirit. Give him a praying heart. Open up those doors. Reduce and eliminate the confusion and the backbiting and the backstabbing and the division. Separate the wheat from the tare. Separate the goats from the sheep. Go ahead, God. Do what you have to do across this land. Let the media be dumbfounded. That they don't even have the words to speak or the words to write. To be able to break clarity. Because the trumpet of God shall sound. And the dead, which is with us, will rise first. In Jesus' name. And all of God's people, shout it. Amen, amen, amen. amen.
0: What is it that you're called to be? Too often we think only people called into ministry are preachers, but did you know that God has called you to influence your world? Whether you're a teacher, a mom, a businessman, a doctor, you're called to bring who God is into your sphere of influence. I want to invite you to visit at Expression Church of Huntington. Our passion is to teach others how to be the expression of Christ in everyday real life. Service times are Sundays at 11 a.m., with Sunday school starting at 9.30 for all ages. We also have our midweek service called The Mid, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Our temporary sanctuary is located at 5185 U.S. Route 60 East in Huntington at the East Hills Professional Center off of the 29th Street exit. We will soon be moving to our permanent property at Commerce Park in Huntington. I'm Stephanie Scrag and I am Expression.